0: Such a good cool girl, Debbie. Oh my goodness. Okay, here we go. We're trying something new. It might not be so good. But we're stuck inside. And we might just die. So let's try a new hobby.
1: The one who wore a matching mask bandana combo with my dog today.
0: Hi, and I'm Jude, the one who's getting a haircut for the first time in a year tomorrow.
1: Woo-woo. Woo-woo. And this is Friends with Niche Hobbies, a podcast where we try a new hobby every week. Jude, every week. how's it going?
0: You know what? It is the beginning of February. I am alone with <laughs> living with a couple. So I'm feeling a little bit of the Valentine's blues, but I also have no idea what to say next because uh oh I don't know what I okay. So I finally got, you know that um hook rug thing that I keep sending you yes. videos of on TikTok. I actually bought a kit of that and it showed up today. I know it's one of the hobbies we'll do eventually, but I just could not show should,
1: should we move it up in the list then? No. Instead of the other yarn related hobby we were discussing.
0: I would say that this one's gonna take me a while to do, so it depends okay. on if you want to order a kit or not.
1: Well, uh, we'll put. I'll put it. We'll put a pin in that
0: one. We'll put a pin in that one. Anyways, I ordered it. I'm super excited about it. It's exciting. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then besides that, I work. I work every day. I wake up. I go to brush my teeth. I sit down in front of my laptop. Eight hours pass. I black out. I wake up, uh, and then I go downstairs and watch TV with my roommates. Oh, also, I re got um, movie. Which is like the, all those art house. Uh, it's like a streaming service, but specifically for like art house films. So like, The Holy Mountain and like My Dinner with Andre. And it's like like sixty movies that are curated every month with a specific theme in mind. So I decided because I'm done with like I have I have Netflix, Amazon, and Crave, and watch a ton of YouTube as well. And I'm, I'm bored of all of them. So I started uh, basically tormenting my roommates by making them watch art house films with me, which I love and they hate, but. That's, that's how it goes.
1: It's a joy
0: of living with you. Oh, I've also been watching uh the Wink series on Netflix. Of course you
1: have. And it is,
0: I mean, it's hot garbage. Let me just be absolutely, it's a t- it's a teenage drama show about fairies. Yeah. But um, but Megan and I have burned through, I think, like over half of it now. It is. And it's so, it's so bad. And I know that we're supposed to like, don't want to say like you shouldn't be watching shows because they're bad. Because then like that, makes people think that these are going to be successful shows and they make more bad shows, but I love it. I Watch love it so much. It's so dumb.
1: I mean, in a lot of ways, I, t- I think like it's not like you're the only person in the world watching it because it's, like, good-bad or bad-good. And, yeah. I mean, that genre has a, a time and place.
0: Yeah, and it's when we're locked in our homes, which is uh, all the time right now. Yeah. Also, like, it's not like a ton of good TV is coming out that I'm missing right now. Like Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah, unless I yeah. Um, and then besides that, I have been getting back into listening to last podcast on the left where. Oh, oh my gosh, they covered my favorite. This is gonna sound terrible. They covered my favorite Family Annihilator. Who? It's his name Jeff something. It's the one who like killed his whole family and then like just started a new life. And they oh, found yes. out who he yes. was. Yes. So I listened to the two-part series of that over, and, like, it was so weird, like, dealing with incredibly stressful, it's, like, it's weird talking to people about, like, John List is his name. It's incredibly stressful doing, like, like, doing weird work stuff, and then in the background, I just have, like, murder podcast, and it just calms me down, and I don't know what's wrong with me or what's wired in my brain incorrectly, but it was, like, one of the few things, like, I texted you, I think on Wednesday, and I was, like, do you ever just wake up in the morning and you just like have no capacity to do anything? It was yesterday. Oh my god! And I was just like, I just woke up and it was like my roommate sitting next to me, like clicking on his keyboard, was driving me crazy. Like it was just like, there's there. I some days there was I just wake up and I'm like I cannot handle existence, and now I have to go into my somewhat stressful corporate job and, and fix and like be a functional adult. So yeah, and I don't know and like besides that it was really beautiful and sunny on Wednesday in Vancouver and I did not realize how much seasonal affective disorder has been affecting me until I saw the sun again and I I felt giddy like I was sh- shaking with like excitement like I just like I felt manic all day like I was like yes and I was like why and then the next day I felt like garbage and I'm like does the sun control my emotions
1: yeah basically
0: pretty, pretty much that was, was. that was my week how about you
1: yeah, uh, as far as TV goes, yesterday we watched a show on Disney Plus, which we still have, and I like always like think about canceling and then I find something else I like on it. We watched a show last night called How Did How Dogs, How Did Dog, Whatever, How Dogs oh, Got Their Shapes. And it talks all about like why dogs are different, like whether ears are different and their tails and their body shape and their feet and their faces and everything. And Nebby is a mutt. And so we often like we know that she's half Hanoverian hound which is a type of hound dog but the other half is a complete mystery and even Hanover hounds are super rare and they are like a mix of other hounds so she does have I a lot of know that. mm-hmm. hey. and that's part of the show is like labrador retrievers for example are a mix of two other dogs but they were Where just are the like... dogs they're a mix of oh i can't remember but that was the that's the thing about the show is like I love dogs and I've read like all the books about dogs and like as a kid and whatever. But this show had all this information where I was like, I had no idea.
0: Side note, you're going burr, burr, in the background. Stu was off Friday and Monday. And I got yeah. so used to just being able to be as loud as I wanted to in the office that this whole week has been a severe adjustment to being like, cause like Sometimes I'll just be like waiting for something, I'll be like and he's just like looks at me and he's in the middle of a client call like, what's wrong with you?
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm right over there. That's (laughs) so funny. But highlight from the show. They also talk about like beagles. All beagles have white tips on their tails. And that's because when they were hunting, helping hunt, like, game or whatever, they would lose the beagle in the, the brush, because they're all, like, sort of, like, those brownish tones normally. Yeah. But the white tail would stick up, and that's how the, the hunters could find the beagle. And Nebby has, like, a very, very tiny, when she was a puppy, she had a white tip on her tail, but grew out kind of, so there's now, like, 12 furs that are white. Yes, June.
0: Did you know that, uh, speaking of hounds and hunting and that kind of stuff, do you know that uh, animals that, like, dogs that hunt or are known for, like, their their hearing are the ones with the, the pointy kind of triangle ears? And the ones that are known for hunting or tracking by scent have long ears, and the reason that is is because when they dip their head down and they put it low to the ground, their ears, like, cocoon their face, essentially, and, like, and direct their nose to the right scent. It's so cool.
1: So we learned that in the show so I did not oh my know God. that. And I also learned that chihuahuas have one of the best senses of hearing of all dogs because they're so little and their ears stick up. And so like they have one of the best sense, senses of hearing. And the reason like bloodhounds and basset hounds, their floppy ears help cocoon the scent, but also it dampens noise. Like they don't have the best hearing, but it's because it helps them focus on the smell and not get distracted by noise. It's so cool. So anyway... Loved that show. I recommend it to my in-laws. Hi, Liz. They watched it tonight. They loved it. Highly recommend it if you have Disney Plus. But yeah, other than that, my week has been pretty okay. I started my new position at my job this week, so it's been a little busy adjusting. Congrats. Thank you. And today was nine degrees in Kelowna, which I'm all about. It's warmer here than it was in Vancouver, Jude. I the- was
0: just about to check what I said. I think my phone said it was two degrees today. I don't know. I didn't go outside today.
1: It was 7 when I checked from Maple Ridge, so...
0: Uh, it's 6 degrees right now in here. So. Yeah, it was... Oh, it was I a mean, now... it's tomorrow.
1: Now <sighs> it's... It's not gonna be... It's 5... 6 here as well, actually. It's the same. But it's gonna snow tonight, so...
0: I'm so jealous. I really want it to snow, and... Um, <gasps> <not>. No! What? <laughs> There's a whole debate in Kelowna
1: right now about, like, whether or not we're done with winter. Because February is kind of, like... It can just be like a snowy disaster or it can be like beautiful and sunny and you're like, oh, it's spring. Wednesday and Thursday have a high of minus 11.
0: Oh, no. Also, the groundhog did see its shadow. So six more weeks of winter.
1: Well, this winter, though, is like nothing. Like it's I mean, climate change is super real, but it almost feels like the cosmos were like, you know what? You guys have had a rough year. We're going to, we're going to make it winter easy this year. And like, it's not going to be that cold It's not going to be super snowy. It's going to be okay. We got you, but we'll see what happens. I guess it doesn't really matter because I work from home, but it just means like when I try to like our dog, Nebby has a vet appointment in two weeks and I picked it a on a day that like Dan is off work so he can drive us. But also our vet is within walking distance. It's a long walk. It's walkable. So anyway, outside of our like very personal updates, quick current events touch base we didn't really do that last week in bc today our restrictions just got re-extended so still no more parties and whatever else with people outside of your house but dr bonnie did say that she kind of hopes and that we can more or less expect by the end of the month to be able to return to our safe six which for those of you who live in bc back in october i think basically you have your safe six, so six people outside of your household that you saw. The idea behind it was that you only see those six people and that those other six people are only seeing, like, a closed circuit, which a lot of people yeah. struggle with and we're not very good at. And so it also leads to sort of a situation of, like, well, who's who makes the cut? Who's in your safe six? Officially. Yeah, I,
0: my life will say We were talking about this before recording. My life will basically stay the same. One of my roommates works with the public. It's just not—
1: close with the public, too
0: works closely with the public yeah and with a, uh, yeah so um we'll just continue I mean at least I have three I have two other roommates so three of us living together and oh I did oh, I forgot to say I delivered bread to one of my our friends who lives on um 40 50 minute walk from us oh yes that's right you did text me about yeah. this but you even told me about it I did well I got a Fitbit this week yeah
1: that's important to talk
0: about oh yeah I got a Fitbit it is I have done I've done 2,000 steps today it was a <laughs> that's because I went to the liquor store truly but I have had a couple of days where I actually hit my ten thousand, which has been big for me, and it keeps giving me grading on how I sleep. And apparently, shockingly, I'm a terrible sleeper.
1: It's actually very interesting. Hey, like, I mean, you know it, but it's like kind of yeah. a different experience to be like, oh, it's like true.
0: Yeah. Anyways, I delivered safely bread to our um, that my roommate made. I don't like making bread, but she made amazing rosemary bro- sourdough bread. You don't like making <laughs> Shocking. bread. No, no. I like making crackers, though. I put that on our on my hobby for Monday, for my my side hobby. If you have a friend who makes bread, or if you have starter or whatever, um, it's really easy to make crackers with that. It's basically like you just add you your starter, and then you have your uh, flour, and you have water, and then you ban- button up, and then you just you make it flat. There's no rise; it doesn't rise very much, and you just cover it in oil and salt and throw it in the oven. It's beautiful. So yeah, that was that was fun. So I the only people that I could think to incorporate into our group would be those two and then again it would be like but we're probably not going to because we can't like assure that they would that they would be safe because they also both work from home so it's like that's the kind of frustrating thing is like when some, most of you work from home but some of you work with the public it's just like is this is it worth the risk
1: i it? just like if yes yeah, one person works with the public i mean like i feel like if you had lived alone and you don't work i'd public,
0: be you would have I'd come for christmas
1: well you, you probably would have just moved up here just come here And don't stop collecting toenails
0: or whatever you would have been doing at that point. And
1: I mean, my art probably would have
0: been amazing at that point, but you know, we'll never know. (laughs) Because I live with people. So I am a functional human being, which is way better than being an artist. I remember seeing a one quote somewhere about someone being like, I hate how people always talk about like Van Gogh and how he was like so tortured and that's what made him make great art. I bet you anything Van Gogh would do anything, would give up all the art that he made just for him. To not feel horrible all of this, like all the time, and and the romanticizing of mental illness with artists is actually yeah. deeply harmful. um Oh like, my
1: god, you know. for sure it is. Yeah, absolutely. How so. awful mental Indeed, health. It's important. We talk about it all the time. Ah, uh, yeah.
0: Shall we get into what our hobby is this week?
1: Yeah, we covered. We covered everything. Oh no, what are you drinking tonight?
0: Oh, I am drinking a love potion raspberry berliner vice from vice and virtue brewing co which is located in Kelowna, which is probably my one of my favorite breweries i was gonna say my favorite brewery in Kelowna, but i think one of my favorite breweries um we we've been there twice both pre-covid and i love their stuff but i remember when i used to work at a liquor store we got vice and virtue in on like a like the buyer for our company was kind of a weird dude who would great taste but like he would bring in stuff and then he'd drop it so i remember we got it one in run run and I think we ran out of this one first, because like people love raspberry, it's a great flavor, and if you do it well in beer, it is absolutely phenomenal. And this is done very, very well. Also, Berliner Weiss is a really nice low-alcohol sour for you to get into. It's not that sour, like... It's really fantastic. Their brewery is wonderful. I cannot recommend Vice and Virtue enough, specifically the Love Potion, but all of their beers are very, very good. And they have a very clean Pilsner, which I always think is a good sign of a brewery that knows what it's doing.
1: Yeah, we've been big fans since the beginning, and I agree. Um, The Love Potion is very good. I don't like sour beer, but I do like Berliner Berliner Weiss, so Love Potion, 10 out of 10. Tonight, I am drinking I started with a, well, I was want to shout out Fernie Brewing Co. Because they're in Fernie, which is lovely. Yeah. I had their their Snowblind Belgian-style IPA, which wasn't super hobby for an IPA. Go.
0: They also have a great, they have some really solid bombers. I just remember drinking some of their stuff.
1: Yeah, and then I'm now drinking the Fuggles and Warlock, the last mango. No? You hate?
0: I still haven't had a lot of Fuggles and Warlock. I just have, like, I remember, and again, I've been out of the beer industry for a long, long time. But I remember yeah. their their rep was kind of not well liked and where we were well, that happens
1: i love a love mangoes and b because it's been it was nine degrees it felt like cozy or not cozy it felt warm it felt like summer it felt like <laughs> summer so that i I'd go with something a little tropical i've watched this one for a long time but a lot of times when we're drinking bombers we're drinking them with our friends brum and zoe and zoe's allergic to mangoes so we can't but yes oh. dude, on that note what are we doing this week
0: this week we have a very, very exciting hobby. We're doing some cookie decorating in honor of woo, eating food during quarantine, get fat 2021, stay back 2021. <laughs> but Love also it. Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, this is both a great gift to give someone and a great activity to do with your sweetie or sweeties. No judgment, girls.
1: Or whatever. Or
0: the what gays guy, uh gays girls and days.
1: There you go. Ladies and gentlemen are neither or both. Just love it.
0: I love yes. a ladies and gentlemen and those beyond the gender binary.
1: What is that from? It's so familiar. That is
0: from Sleep With Me.
1: That's right. Very good. Love it. Love Except it. Stop listening Listen. to it, but I liked that podcast a lot. Yes. So we are doing. Cookie decorating, and we'll talk a little bit more about it in the hobby section, but if you listened to last week's, or you saw our Instagram, we had cookie decorating kits donated to us by a company called Sweets by Sask, and that is, um, yeah, partially what inspired this, but.
0: Yes, a fabulous local business that we are so excited that they reached out to us, and we got to make some, a great hobby, so. Absolutely. Nope, not F yeah. Frick
1: yeah. Frickity dicky yeah. Yes, so just to touch quickly on the history of cookie decorating. It's it's a short history, my friends, because Jude's not doing it. So it's obviously
0: going to be obviously has a space. Three. It begins somewhere, not just like, since humanity. Do.
1: <laughs> since ever. Yeah, so cookie de- decorating dates back to at least the 14th century. So the 1300s. In Switzerland, when sp- people in Switzerland were making springerly cookie molds that were carved from wood and used to impress biblical designs into cookies, Honestly, not surprised that yeah, religious imagery that starts everything, because that's just life. But yeah, so I was surprised, actually, I went back that far. When I went to look up the history, I was like, I am actually very interested, because I really never think about it.
0: And but doesn't, art- like, sorry, I was going to say, doesn't Switzerland, being the one who, doesn't that kind of give you the vibe, though? It's, it's vibe. Yes,
1: it's the vibe, for sure. And The artistic element of cookie making has can, also can be traced back to medieval Germany, where Liebkuchen was crafted into fancy shapes and decorated with sugar. So the story of Hansel and Gretel, published by Grimm's Fairy Tales in 1812, inspired German gingerbread cookie Christmas cards. So instead of being paper cards, they had cards made of gingerbread. Oh, which I honestly, love that. Let's bring that turn back. Yeah. And then also during the 17th century, Dutch and German settlers introduced cookie cutters, decorative molds, and festive holiday cookie decorating to the United States. So 17th century, like, that is a so great. A really long time ago
0: to me but also shockingly recent like there's something about yeah, cookies true. and like cookie decorating that feels very like novel and old worldy and I don't know why
1: mm-hmm. well and I I would say I agree because it is like it's hand done first of all generally which yeah. I, I feel like feels old world and it's it takes some time and it's very artsy and craftsy and a lot of things you do nowadays don't really incorporate a lot of those things if that makes sense
0: Yeah, it kind of makes me think of, like, Easter egg decorating. Mm -hmm. Like, that is something that we did growing up, and, like, that is very, like, Ukrainian background about.
1: Yes, that's true. And then just today, cookie decorating traditions continue in many places in the world, and include such activities as cookie decorating parties, competitions, creating cookie bouquets and cookie gift baskets, and simply decorating cookies with children as a fun family activity. Glaze, royal icing, and fondant are all popular choices for decorating cookies. So, quick personal history. We talked about it in our live stream yesterday, but, and this kind of, I guess, bleeds into the vibe check, but we'll get to that momentarily. Growing up, we did have cookie decorating as part of a family activity, so on a personal history, we, we
0: resonate. We resonate. Alright, let's get into a cookie-cookie vibe check.
1: Oh, I put my icing just fell! Oh, no!
0: No, you're a great mine. Anyway, <laughs> caitlin so obviously we have a background in cookie decorating because you know we love to eat so what would you think your experience level was going into this
1: so so just took a bite of our cookies so yeah experience level wise like i said growing up we had we mainly we, i think we only decorated cookies at christmas time and what we yeah. would do is our mom and our aunt karen we would go to her house and like our moms will have both would have both made like they want to make a batch of sugar cookies we make a batch of gingerbread and then go to that what someone's house and we would help them make other things like peanut butter cups and all these other things oh my
0: gosh peanut butter cups sorry i know so good
1: and we would decorate the cookies and the idea was that like at the end of it they would each have like a half batch of all these different cookies to have at parties and you know i have this very vivid memory of growing up as we'd have we had a garage and we'd have the Tupperware containers of cookies in yes. the garage. Yes. and it would, right? And it was like yeah. the Tupperware, or the Ziploc. I mean, like Christmas themed ones. They're like green and red. And after dinner, mom would be like, "Go get a box of cookies for dessert," and you'd bring and you'd like pick the and you put them on the jeans pl- like a bunch of oh with, like nostalgia.
0: I, I like had not even thought about that, and like you say that has brought it back in like like ultra technicolor vision. Holy! I totally forgot about that. That was so exciting. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: so cookies. That was our experience, but because it was like us as kids with our mom and our aunt and our cousin, and we're all having a good time, it wasn't a lot of focus on, like, everything being perfect. It was a lot of focus on, like, us having fun.
0: Call out, because Caitlin has always been a kind of anal person on decorating stuff, so uh, her cookies always look beautiful. So I would say that this is, like, we're merging uh, experiences because I was much more obsessed with getting as much icing as possible onto my cookie, and Caitlyn wanted it to be beautiful. So, and, um, oh my gosh, and her cousin Jen was so, so precise. And, like, I remember she'd, like, she'd decorate, like, two cookies. And I'd be, like, I'd have ten, like, icing blobs that there is a cookie buried deep beneath them. And then you'd be, like, in between where it is, like, it, like, it looks like a gingerbread man.
1: hmm Like, this isn't accurate, but it'd be, like, Jude's cookie, like, gingerbread man, for example, would be, like, just icing and like different colors and like it had like a, a function but it was all icing
0: oh the big candy I mean, on top of that too just pile oh, on top oh
1: and candy for sure
0: absolutely yeah
1: mine would be like the classic gingerbread man with like little buttons and like not a lot of icing but like looks super cute and then jen's would be like a gingerbread man that had like tattoos or something like yeah. like super intricate line work and exactly like juba do like let's say juba do 10 i would do like seven and jen G- would do two it yes. was wild times. One and a
0: half. One only one we could fully finish. Another one we just start eating halfway through. it.
1: Mm-hmm, it's true. So I would say our experience level is standard. Like I'll feel like a lot of us have done cookie decorating at some point in time, but never have we done this kind of cookie decorating where you're doing like a specific design. It's mostly just been sort of like, yeah, whatever. It's fine.
0: What we yeah, we do- have some diking around for the icing. The icing is always like pretty, like this icing sugar and water I think yeah like very very minimal ingredients so pretty runny. like it was your standard nostalgia home bake stuff that like you'd let kids do and it makes a mess and you have a good time so it definitely is a like this has been a this is a bizarre a very nostalgia heavy hobby for us I'm not gonna lie I was kind of hesitant because I kind of thought this was gonna be a rehash of adult coloring
1: yes that's right
0: you were going to love it and do so well at it. And I was going to do okay, but not really enjoy it. But I knew I was going to have cookies at the end of it, so I wasn't too worried. Um, (laughs) I will say this was a very, this was, I'm, it's very interesting because we had a similar kind of setup that we did for when we did our millionaire bars together. Mm -hmm. But this one had much less screaming on my end.
1: Well, there's no caramel involved, so.
0: There's no caramel involved. Well, also we, we got the cookie, so, so. We get the the packs, both of us. Mm-hmm. Mine made it by a Canada Mail post. Put the icing in the fridge. Had my I had six. It came with six cookies. The, all of the four icings that we used to decorate. We did. Do you want to talk a little bit about the packs that we actually had? I feel you had a great. Or are you chewing from your cookie? You're chewing from your cookie. Okay. So our bridge I, I was gonna say at first I got it, and you can see from the post that I put on Friday that we have little dinosaurs. And I opened my package up, and I saw the eggs at first, and I thought that this was, like, an Easter-themed one. And I thought that Sweet Bye Sask <laughs> had given us one Easter and one Valentine's, and he had just given me the val- the Easter one being like, you don't need love. And I was just like, first off, how dare you read me in my own room, my own <laughs> house where I live. Uh, so, but it ended up being dinosaurs, which was way cooler.
1: So, Sweet S- Sask had messaged us back in November, I think, and said, you know, have you—enjoying your podcast— have you thought about doing cookie decorating? And we were like, we had not, but that sounds awesome. And she said, you know, after Christmas, because obviously very busy during Christmas, would you be interested in doing that? We were like, absolutely. And we were like, well, what if we do it for Valentine's Day? Obviously, we have one more episode between now and Valentine's Day. But this way, if you live locally or like even less locally, you have time to order from her. Yeah. Highly recommend.
0: Highly recommend.
1: Yeah. So, and then she said, do you want it to be Valentine's? And so I said to her, you know, we want to do it as one of our Valentine's day episodes. This is the day we need to buy. And she said, well, do you need it to be Valentine's themed? And I said, you know what? You do you. You're, these, I should clarify. These were co- like, we did not pay for these kits. Sweet House gave them to us very generously. Um, any other kit we've done, we, we were more than happy to pay for them, um, but she was very generous to offer to yeah. give them to us complimentary, which was very exciting and very lovely. So again, because she's, we we're like, Wh- whatever you want to give us, we are happy to do. And she said, you know what? I, I kind of, it sounds random, but I think I just, I kind of want to just do these dinosaurs, this dinosaur kit, I think that I have. And for me, it worked out really well because on my wedding cake, I actually had dinosaurs on top of it. So I was like, this is perfect for me for Elephant's <laughs> Day. So yeah, so we got the, the alley, as you were saying, we got the kit, the six cookies, the four icings, there were little bags. We just cut the little tip off the little bag the icing was in to create sort of like a piping bag situation, which actually worked incredibly well.
0: It works so well. The key to that is this to cut off like the very, very, very tip. Like you, yeah. I was kind of t- like shook about how well the icing flew, <laughs> um, came out and like held. And I like, and it's weird, like we're, we have our cookies now and it's like, it's not like actual like legit like hard icing when it dries mm-hmm. it's still super tasty and there's glitter in the icing which I also love <laughs> you can see it especially in the dark blue look at that
1: Yeah. Glitter.
0: but yeah so we got that we had our cookies which I kind of love too because it just meant like not that making cookies is hard but we just got the, got the cookies sent to you uh, sent to us they're already there they're already in the perfect shape they are in yeah. the perfect shape like they're not like mm-hmm. your, like weird like squishy guys actually I did you have those you got six like I don't need more than six cookies I ate I think three of these my roommates had to you know fight me for the other three but they were the right amount it was delicious we got to and it was just like yeah it was super fun to, sorry I'm, I feel like I'm skipping ahead of our review that's okay it.
1: that's the beauty of yeah. us restructuring well and that's what you said last night dude was that you know what it was six cookies which is honestly perfect because yeah. if you make sugar cookies you end up with a lot and I was saying last night in the past, often when you're making these like sugar cookies, like Christmas or even for Valentine's Day, you can make it work like you're having a party, you're having friends, or you're having people around, and you can put the cookies out and people will eat them, but that's not a thing we're doing anymore. We're just ourselves in our house. And so sugar cookies like uniced, they can last in the freezer. And Suspiss asked her kids can last in the freezer for I think she said three months, but
0: mm.
1: it was nice mm-hmm. to have them A be the perfect the perfect shape and then be grant at you. Yeah, she wants... Sorry. Hold on, everyone. I have to let Nettie out of the room. Okay, bye. Don't bark. But yeah, so I knew, And just to sort of circle back to the bio track, my thought going into it, I was a little nervous because I haven't ever iced cookies with this level of precision. Suicide Task sent us a photo as well as some instructions, but it was all it's beautiful. She leaves it up to your interpretation. And so I went pretty like hardcore on the photo. Jude didn't have the photo while we were recording, so he was just sort of following what I said, which is... Standard. Yeah,
0: <laughs> which was it was I like that it was fun and it was like a weird like it showed interpretation of what we were doing and we both ended up having like beautiful cookies at the end of it too like to put our own horn we were set up for success it is true
1: um, so before we get any i like, oh sorry go ahead
0: I was just gonna say like and I ended up going like Caitlin was giving me instructions about what colors and I refused to acknowledge them at the end of the day too which, like so even though I had the phone in front of me I followed
1: it. Uh, Jude kept being like, oh, I had the photo. I was like, Jude, you wouldn't have paid attention to the photo, even if you had it. If you didn't have blown up on a poster in front of you, you wouldn't have paid attention. So we have kind of obviously touched on about what we did. And I do have an email here from Suits by Sask with um, some questions we had asked, just to give a little background about her and her company. So Suits by Sask is owned by Saskia, who has lived in Kelowna for the past 11 years. She started Suits by Sask. Sweets by Sask. Oh my goodness. Say that five times fast in 2019 as a creative outlet from her office job Uh, so she got into cookie decorating because she's always been creative and dabbled in other mediums and wanted to make cute custom cookies for a friend's birthday and then just gave it a shot after watching lots of youtube and instagram videos and having so much fun learning new things she now finds herself looking at the most random objects thinking damn i want to make a cookie of that and if you go on her Instagram, which obviously we'll tag, she made like Yoda cookies. She's made, oh, baby Yoda, I believe they are. She, oh,
0: yeah. it's just
1: like the number, like the breadth. And like, I actually discovered her because a girl that I know through friend of friend owns a company called White Haven Home. And Susan Sask made little cookies for White Haven Home when they did their like initial launch. Like, it's just beautiful. Her, like, her, um, Letterwork, I guess you call it, is beautiful. It's just, it's amazing, the stuff So, so does. Yes, you know. and
0: we learned lettering is very hard to do, as you will see we'll in our We'll get forums. into that later. Okay.
1: At Sweet Spicy Ask, she uh, works with the customer to create custom design- decorated sugar cookies for birthdays, weddings, house rumors, or any occasion. So she does do the cookie decorating kits, but she also does, you know, custom cookies that are pre-made and um, a couple other things. She does... I was banana bread. Yeah, cookies and banana bread. Um, so it's not just the sugar cookies, but she's got a pretty wide range of things available to her. And oh, as she says, everyone's always happy to get cookies. She also started offering DIY kits for people to create their own designs. So I asked, what we asked, what do you love most about cookie decorating? And apart from the obvious perk of making people happy with baked goods, she loves that she can make edible art. It's such a freeing feeling to pour your time and attention into a set. And then the next thing you know, it's all eaten up, never to be seen again. I sometimes, like, to just experiment on my own with ideas that I've come up with and give those to friends or family.
0: I love that so much. And honestly, like, just hearing her talking about the freedom of being able to just, like, create stuff, I, like, in the kit that she gave us, I super resonated with that. Like, I I think we both were, like, this is so much fun. We both got, like, just, like, a general, like, square cookie or a rectangle mm-hmm. cookie. And we both did the Friends with Niche Hobbies acronym. Yeah. And we both had like completely different looks to it. We had like, it, it was, it was super fun. Even like following the photo, trying to figure out the best way to do it. It truly was a, a really lovely time.
1: I agree. And then I, we asked, what advice do you have people starting out? Which I think we all want to know. Uh, mm-hmm. And she says, practice, practice, pra- practice. It is so easy to get caught up in the stylish Instagram photos that look so perfect. But just remember that everyone started somewhere and there's always a place for new talent. Which I feel like we believe... For every hobby that we do, like if you can, yes. yeah, yeah, you can so easily get caught up in the felting or the bullet journal or the cocktail people make that are perfect, and you're like, mine doesn't look like that, mine isn't cute, but I still love it, and and that's what hobbies are about. It's it's about being happy and being you.
0: Yes, the first step to being good at something is being kind of crappy at something, <laughs> and that's fine. Like when we have merch one day, we'll put that on it.
1: And then the final question we asked, instead of cookie decorating, do you have any other hobbies? And so, interestingly enough, did you read this email,
0: Jude? No, I did not.
1: So, this was like, what? Sweet Spice Ask actually has a podcast as well. They're currently on on hiatus, but her and a friend rate potato chips and other crunchy snacks.
0: (laughs) Jude is on board. I'm on board. If you love
1: potato chips, if you love potato chips as much as she does and want to laugh for so you can listen to the episodes we have so far on Spotify, it's called It's Crunch Time.
0: Yeah. So
1: we will, of course, link It's Crunch Time on our website, but also their Instagram. So <laughs> I'm so happy to read this email, dude, because I was hoping I could be the one to tell you this information. So yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm going to watch the one about the Caesars. I love a Caesar.
1: A fine a final um Aww. shout out to Susan Sask again for for giving us opportunity because as we we're about to get into I think we were both surprised by how much we loved it and um yeah we're into it so dude on that note actually before we get into how we felt about it just quick note on the cost. So because we were provided this, we didn't actually, obviously we didn't pay for it. Um, the cookie decorating kit for Valentine's day that she currently has available. It's $20 for a half dozen cookies, $30 for a dozen. And like we said, it includes the cookies, the icing and it does come in a box. So I would highly recommend, particularly if you're trying to like do something for friends. Like I we had talked about at Christmas time, I did a secret Santa. This would be like a super cute thing to give oh, friends.
0: Perfect
1: or like dude and I had a blast doing it together. It would be a really fun thing to do with your partner or your roommates or your gal pals or whatever, bro pals, whatever, get the icing out, have a competition, see whose cookies are better, see whose cookies are more creative, have a couple drinks, whatever. It's a really, it's everything comes ready to go and it's just so easy to just jump into it and have a great time. So we super recommend. Um, oh, absolutely. So yeah, I I, like, I loved it. And if you're sitting there $20 seems to like go lot for half a dozen cookies, I really like, it's a whole experience essentially buying in a box, in my opinion.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. I think that this was a, this was like such a lovely thing to do on like during the weekday with you. My like, <laughs> it was just such like, a like a release. And it was, I, I truly think it's one of those things where you're paying for the kit because Sometimes it's nice to just have everything set out for you to have the best experience. And this is really what it was. Like, didn't have to worry about things breaking. didn't have to worry about getting the dough right. Nothing. You just had to enjoy the creative aspect of being able to decorate cookies. And I kept saying how shocked I was, how relaxing it was. Generally, when we cook together, I yell for most of it because I'm not a good cook or a baker. And so I'm just like, shrieking, there's heat, there's stuff going on. I'm being very fabulous in the background, whatever. This one, I wore a cute little pink beret. I put on my little apron. It was a moment. And then I decorated cookies and they looked phenomenal. And they looked professional.
1: They did. It's true. (laughs) I fully agree. I, I also really enjoyed it. I wore a tiara instead. And yeah, it was just like we had our headphones on and we were decorating. And it was, yeah, like you said, zero stress. You just... The cookies, and you just put the icing. There's no like, you don't turn the oven on, you have to do all these other things that can be hard. And like, there are times where you want that like full cooking experience, but this for me was perfect. It was Thursday, we both had a bit of a hard week. It was a really nice way to do it. And because her icing is such a beautiful consistency, yeah, you could do that. We did the outline and we filled it in, and it was like, oh, this is like a professional where I really don't know if I could have gotten the icing so perfect. Um, no, it made I, a huge difference.
0: Oh, it's yeah. perfect. And like, I'm so used to like having like, kind of like, again, like a little bit water icing, or very simple icing and running out of it so quickly. And so the whole time I was like, oh, we're going to run. And we still, I have leftover icing. And I was kind of shocked because I definitely like, I, I didn't do my full like standard of piling on icing, but I was not, I was not cheap with this icing. Mm-hmm. And neither was Sask. There is a, a good amount. And yeah, it really flows well. And I think you, you were even saying like, you tried to use like a knife to kind of spread yours out. And it just like, didn't work. Just get in there with that icing. You got enough. You gotta know. Yeah.
1: Well, I was worried on my first cookie that I was in order icing, so I used a knife to sort of, like, spread it out, and it just didn't, like, the other ones, where I filled it in with the icing, it sort of leveled itself off, so it looked beautiful, and this one, it has sort of, like, divots in it for me, like, spreading to you aggressively, so she knows what she's doing. She's given you enough icing. Just, just give her.
0: Yeah, be, and at the confident. end, you have, icing. you have icing. At the end, you have cookies. You have super cute cookies. I my I ate all my I'm on my last one now. Well, my roommate's ate the other ones, but but like this would be such a cute gift to give somebody. Like you agree, it kit or product, which I always think is a great hobby if that's mm. a sign where it's like it's both fun to do and it's both like to do for someone and to give somebody to do for themselves.
1: Absolutely. I I fully agree. If it was a time where we could have parties and stuff still, I definitely would oh consider like having like I talked about before I have an Oscars party every year and it's a front of mine because normally this is the time I would have it but obviously mm-hmm. not this year it would be a really fun thing to do is like get her to make like Oscars type heart cookies and like be like okay guys like while we're waiting for the Oscars to start who has the best cookie like who wins like it's just kind of it's yeah. fun and simple and it's it, it can be as complicated as you want though as well like you was saying um in the example we had she wrote raw on the cookies Neither of us are very, and we also we both we both wrote friends with Chobbies on our cookies, and it's not cute, but it was still fun. And so, if you're really good at, I don't know if you, what you if does not even just like right is like a lettering, I guess. But like icing lettering, if you're good at that, it's great. If you're not good at it, you could maybe skip it and do something else. Or if you're really good at drawing flowers with ice, whatever, right? There's a huge breadth of talent ability that can make these look really good. Um, And even though I have almost no artistic talent, my T-Rex and my Stegosaurus still looked really good because it was simple shapes and I could do it. And yeah, so, and then at the end, I just would say for usefulness wise, like you eat the cookies at the end.
0: You get to eat the evidence if you make any mistakes and you also get to eat your perfect creation if you don't make any mistakes.
1: And I I think in both ways, there's something very freeing with that, as she said, about no matter what it looks like, it's getting eaten at the end of the day. Like there's not staring at it forever and critiquing it. There's not like you know worshiping it forever. It's just it was here and it was wonderful and now it's gone. And yeah, maybe you have a picture of it, but it's a little different than having it forever. So I, I think it's really ah. a lovely freeing
0: hobby. I absolutely agree. So nicheness wise, vibe check.
1: wise vibe check. I am I have a lot of uncertainty around this because mm. I feel like fancy decorated sugar cookie is are becoming more popular. So yeah. quick throwback, we grew up in Maple Ridge. And in Maple Ridge, which is uh, outside of Vancouver, had this bakery for a long time called Haney Bakery. And they made oh. these cookies. We just They were just called happy face cookies. And it yeah. was like a buttery sugar cookie with this mm-hmm. icing and like little face. And like, sh- like there's just a circle cookie. It was simple, but like they perfected it. And it the, perfect. the smiley faces came in like eight different colors probably. And you'd go and you'd buy them. And like our high school was within walking distance. So I went a few times during high school to buy Happy Face Cookies. And for like my friend's birthday, some party, we had Happy Face Cookies. And it was a thing. And Like everyone who grew up in the bridge loved Happy Face Cookies. Haney Bakery closed, I want to say four years ago now. It was quite yeah. some time ago. And they did post the recipe on Facebook, but it was like the industrial batch recipe. And so I don't need like 400 Happy Face Cookies. So, for me, like ha- decorated cookies are not niche. Like, Starbucks yeah. has decorated cookies. But to personally decorate cookies to like, not just like, here's my gingerbread man I decorated, to decorate them to a point where they are, you know, you clearly take in the care and the time and like to make them look really beautiful outside of Christmas time, I think is quite niche.
0: I absolutely agree. I think that it's, yeah, it's one of those things I think some people have like, when I made these cookies, my roommate or Megan was like, you should show this to our friend Susan who's a baker because I think she really is cool so I feel like there's a lot of people who are like this is a hobby for them but I think everybody loves to see decorative cookies like these are like winners for your Instagram or whatever but also everyone loves like it's kind of that thing where it's like no one's going to be like oh my friend gave me this beautifully decorated cookie oh like it's it's so just like I care about you I spent time doing this creative decorative thing and now please put it in your mouth and I think that is what makes it a niche hobby is that you're just doing it for the love of doing it and the enjoyment. So I'd say this one, yeah, it's similar. I'd say this one is like I'd, niche. I can see it being less niche as time goes on because this is something that takes time for us to do. And I think people are more likely to do hobbies that take a little more time to do. But yeah, it's pretty niche.
1: I would agree. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then for COVID-friendliness, I think that this one was, especially the kids that we got were super COVID-friendly. They were mailed to us. We had a fantastic time Zoom calling each other to decorate them. It was no contact. Nothing was needed outside of this. You didn't have to, I like, you needed nothing else but, like, a pair of something to cut the tip off. So I had, like, I had some scissors, so I did. So super encapsulated you don't have to talk to anybody you get the right amount of cookies you have to go and see someone to give them your eight thousand cookies that you've made because you've made the you know giant batch of happy face cookies yes and yeah it it was just so lovely and relaxing and it's kind of like i think i just associate cookies with celebration so much that just being able to like do something like this felt a celebration itself
1: yes i agree so i didn't have the kids mail to me i walked over to the house but she had put them outside so again zero contact it was a lovely walk for my dog and i um like you said everything was included and you know we're all i feel like quite tired of like let's have a zoom call we all sit around and drink let's have a zoom call where we play whatever jackbox i feel like we've all played jackbox and honestly before covet even our friend group kind of had split off for a while. So we played Jackbox occasionally. So our one friend, Clay, will not play Jackbox on a Zoom call ever. He's just like, I can't handle it anymore. So this, like you said, it was a really lovely activity for us two together last night. That was different. And it wasn't so intense that we like couldn't talk. Like, we yeah. had a lovely chat, and whatever. And you could show each other what we were doing. Um, It really mixed up that sort of video chat experience. And at the mm-hmm. end, at the end of the day, we had something to... To do with it but it wasn't like a hobby where it was like embroidery. even more it'd have been like okay well like same time same place tomorrow it was like a one one and done i think it took us an hour to get through it and that was us like chatting yeah, and-, and like doing whatever else and our yeah. cats and the dog and whatever it was a good amount of time so coping friendliness i would say is super high mm-hmm. um, and then as far as if this is my new niche hobby I, I'm definitely going to give it at least one more shot, I think. I'm going to try and make some more icing on my own, which is what the icing we got was. Find some meringue powder. Because I do, I love the beauty of making those cookies. And I feel like we, like you said, everyone loves to receive a decorated cookie. And if you make a batch for, I'm thinking like for Easter, maybe. Because Easter, I think we're all still gonna be separated again. And last year I made these peanut butter eggs for everybody, but this year maybe I'll make a sugar cookie for everyone in the family. And you give everyone one sugar cookie, and like even if they aren't really into cookies that much, it's like, well, well, like you took this time to make this one cookie for me. Like, I'll probably eat the one cookie you made me. So, yeah. so I think I think it's a good uh, you know, tool belt as we like to say, or a hobby yeah. tool belt hobby for for special events and do I think I'm gonna be opening my own cookie decorating business of course not I'm literally about to switch this task but personally I could definitely see exploring this in in the future what about you
0: dude? I absolutely agree part of me is thinking like when when things open back up I would love to have like a a cookie decorating party with my friends Mm -hmm. because they get pretty wild because like it like it's it's fun because it's as wild as you let it be, right? I saw that she has some like cool skulls and things like that too. So I'm thinking Halloween. So I yeah. think that this is definitely like a tool belt hobby that I'm going to want to do on events, but I also might just do it when I'm really down because this was like, again, I had, such a, I had such a bad day yesterday and this was such a wonderful end to it. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, two belt hobby, definitely gonna do this again. We'll need to talk either. I'll at least see if sweet Vice sass can send out all the way to me or if you could have to send it to me but regardless i'm more than happy to monopolize your time so
1: absolutely and just another thing we talked about last night was potential for doing like a bachelorette party activity yes like if you, had, you know, some naughtier shapes which i'm sure she could accommodate or even you could make work and having a cookie decorating piece to your bachelor party you know like my best friend Was married, she doesn't really drink. And so this would have been a fun option. She definitely eats cookies. So this would have been a fun option to do for her bachelor party, was like, you know, whatever. So I think it has a lot of applications. And I just think people are, it's not always front of mind for people, but I really think it should be. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: All right. Next week, what are we doing?
1: We are going to continue sort of the Valentine's Day theme with something that's a little more immediate because episode next week comes out on. February thirteenth, so the day before Valentine's Day, and we are going to do wine tasting. Wine, wine so tasting. We've talked a little bit about how I and come from a family. We well, we both come from. Now, our father is very into wine. My husband's very into wine. Your roommate's very into wine.
0: Very into wine. So, I don't care about wine, but you will. Yeah, you'd like I to so. drink wine. Drink, period. Truth.
1: So we're going to talk um a little bit about. We haven't really earned all the details yet, but I think we're going to talk a little bit about how to taste wine, and and what I think, you know, we obviously cannot cover all the aspects of wine tasting in one episode. Maybe we'll do a second episode in the future, but we're going to cover some basics, what to look for, we're going to have a fun time, we have some wine, and we may yep. or may not have some special guests join us. Ah, we'll see!
0: It's Neppy again, isn't it?
1: Well, she's named after wine, so.
0: It's very important that she's there, then. All right.
1: Um, well on that note, thank you for listening. For more information, links, or to support the show, go to friendsthanishhobbies.com. We just got a Instagram message that we will respond to you about supporting the show as a one-time thing. So we have our Patreon, which Jude will touch on briefly after this, but someone asked about supporting the show as a one-time thing. So we are exploring that option and we will be sure to let everyone know. Um, if a monthly s- support isn't something you can handle, completely understand. We love your support, even if it's just putting a review. But if you would like to sort of you know, buy us, buy us a beer or whatever in the future, we will um, explore the episode and be sure to let you all know. And on that note, we will let you know on social media where you can follow us at Friends with Niche Hobbies, both on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. And if you Woo! have a niche hobby you'd like us to try, email us at Friends with Niche Hobbies podcast uh, at gmail.com.
0: Please subscribe, review, tell a friend. It helps us a lot. We're just a little indie podcast making our way. Please be awesome to each other. And thank you to our Patreons, Catherine and Dave.
1: So sleepy.
0: (laughs) I can't. I saw her like moving her head around. At first I thought she was going to do that thing where she tries to like bury into blankets. And I was so excited for it. But then she's just, she's dead. I love an accessory. I hear you tapping in the background. I know you aren't doing, I know you're taking down notes instead of listening to me.
1: When I was listening. There you go. I know, Uncle Jude's crazy.